everyone, this podcast right now was actually recorded in San Diego, California. I'm not coming to you live, and initially, you know, I was thinking, you know, how do I want to introduce this topic? Do I want to say I'm coming live? And I can't say that because this isn't live. I'm actually recording it on my iPhone right there. I'm holding it up. For those of you who might have seen this on Instagram, I'm holding it up with a, a pencil jar. It's not live, though, but I'm coming to you from San Diego, California. I'm on a business trip. I was going to be here till Tuesday, but got the opportunity to extend it all the way through, you know, Sunday and be here with some family. Uh, you know, see some old friends. So, you know, why not pounce on that opportunity? But um, I'm staying at my house, I'm not, not in a hotel. I'm staying at my house. So it's, it's required me, you know, on this business trip to drive to the location that I'm meeting up with some of my team members. And really not a big deal. It's an enjoyable ride. I'd say 20 minutes in the morning, you know, you get up early. And it's been very easy, you know, hacking the San Diego travel system, excuse me, the traffic system. It's a, it's unbelievably easy. And I don't know why this took me so long to recognize it. But look, if you're commuting to work in the morning and you're hopping on the 5 South, you're not going to have a problem. If you're coming north, that's going to be an issue. And that's, that's not my responsibility. That's just some people you might work over there. And that's something you got to work around. If you need a podcast to keep you company, I know, I'm kidding, no, but, and then obviously, you know, when you're coming home and you're going northbound on the five, I mean, it's, it's, it's piece of cake, right? Maybe run into a little bit on the 56, but that's, that's really not my problem. Like, like I said, I will say this though, look, I'm, I, I'm on a business trip and, um, I am actually, it's funny. So I have to, I'm, like I said, I'm driving to work, but you know, when I'm peeling out of my neighborhood, um, every single time I'm seeing my old elementary school. And it brings back good memories. It really does. I, I have good memories from elementary school. And most notably, look, a lot of things come to mind, but I feel like it's almost universal when we think of elementary school, some sort of thought bubble is just going to dance in there, a thought bubble about the monkey bars. The monkey bars. The monkey. And it's just, it's, it's literally a ladder that we, instead of you know putting it upright to go on top of a house, we just elevated it and flipped it 90 degrees. And it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, talk about, you know, blowing off some steam in between class. Get We're already pumping the upper body in elementary school. Are you kidding me? It's a killer workout. If anyone has not been on the monkey bars in a while, I highly encourage you do so. Because I don't know what happened between, and I think the last time I legitimately went on a monkey bar might be fourth grade. But so from when I was 10 to now 13 years, I have lost literally all strength in my shoulder joints. Do you, do you have strength in your joints? I think you do, right? No, it, I just, it, it hurts a little bit. But there, there was a time where I was on the monkey bars. I, would, I, I don't know if I'd say frequently, but you know, once a week. I get there once a week. Good pump, right? And, you know, make, make of it what you want. But let's just analyze the monkey bars real quick. The, the monkey bars provided a space where uh, if you were a basic player, it was very simple. You go one bar by one bar, one, one bar until you get to the end and you get back in line. If you were a little more elite, maybe we'd go one bar, extend, skip one, and grab the next. And if you were absolutely dominant, if you were dynamic, we're jumping forward, not even touching the first bar. We're getting in midway, maybe a middle bar, and then we're skipping from there on out. It took a certain level of skill. And merit on the monkey bars, I don't know if it was as prevalent as like a tetherball court. I can't say that. But I can say this. The monkey bars were great, but let's not forget, they're a culprit, a villain. You could say criminal. Uh, If I had to break it down statistically, I would say 50% of broken arms from the grades first through fourth all came on the monkey bars. 
all of the 50, let me, I'm going to rephrase that. 50% of broken arms came from the monkey bars. And when you break it down, look, it, it makes sense. It's small children, at least three feet off the ground, who don't know how to fall yet. You're going to brace it with your arms. That's what you know. Those are your posts. And look, at that age, how much you know, calcium are we getting? Probably not a lot. Are we having calcium supplements? I don't know. I, I'm not the father. I'm not the mother. I can't tell you. I'm not the guardian. So chances are you're going to break your arm if you fall awkwardly. And that's just how it was. I was always very cautious. I've never, I have not yet broken my arm on a monkey bar. I don't plan on it. I mean, knock on wood though, but I don't plan on it. But I will say this, you know, when a a child broke uh, his or her arm on the monkey bar, it wasn't all that bad. I I mean, I'm sure it hurt. I'm sure it hurt. Like really bad. It probably wasn't fun in the moment. But I think there were a lot of positives to breaking your arm between first and fourth grade. A lot of positives. Let's, let's focus on them. First, if you're breaking your arm, chances are you will probably be doing it either in the morning before school, at recess, or at lunch. And you could phrase it like this. We have four opportunities to go in the monkey bars. It's before school, recess, lunch, after school. What that means is there is a 75% chance that you will be able to break your arm and then miss the rest of school. And if you get unlucky and you do it after school, I'm sorry, that doesn't sound fun and that's just the luck of the draw. But if I have a 75% chance to break my arm and then miss a little class, is there a downside to that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Factoring that, look, look, hey, let's just say hypothetically we're at recess, we break our arm, we're in pain, the aide comes over, takes us to the nurse, apparently it's broken. I'm assuming from here we go to the ER, I don't know this process, but I'm assuming a parent comes, takes us to the ER. The tears, I'd like to think they're drying, subsiding, maybe they're still coming, depends how gnarly we broke it, of course. But it seems like the next option, at least for the one who broke their arm, you know, you're not working on insurance. That's not something we got to pay attention to at this age. But I think the next option is what color of cast do you want? What color of cast? And it really should be very simple. Nine times out of 10, it's a blue cast. Why? It's a good question. One, a little color, a little flair. But basically any color of Sharpie, aside from blue, you can write on that. You can get those signatures. And if there is one thing that is more desirable to have signed than a yearbook, it's a broken arm with a cast on it. 100%. 100%. Rarely will we get white casts. I, I don't know why. I'm assuming maybe a little dirtier. I'm assuming, you know, back in the day it was popular, new things come out. I've, I saw a lot of lime green ones that personally would not have been my choice. I did see some black cast. The problem with that, that limits the amount of Sharpies you can actually apply to the cast. Uh, you're really just looking at silver, which would be a cool look. Raider Nation for some. I saw pink cast it well, but at that time, I don't know if I saw the shirt, tough guys wear pink yet. I wasn't aware that was a thing. Data would have done that. I think blue is kind of my color altogether. You know, I'll tell people I got some Greek blood in me, which I do, 50% for those who didn't know that. And that blue and white, I don't know what it is. I've always liked blue. But nonetheless, so, so we pick the color of cast. From then, you know, we're going to tumble into a lot of signatures. One of the more important things about the broken arm is, you know, we gotta, you're not going to be able to go in the monkey bars for a bit. We're going to get a little bit weak. And depending on, you know, what school you're going to, chances are you might not even be allowed on the playground. There was, a, there was a student in my first grade class, I'm blanking on his name. He was Swedish though. He broke his arm and for 30 days, he was given unlimited access to the computer 
to play any video game he wanted. The best part, he had a buddy to bring with him. And it wasn't, you know, he didn't pick the same person all over. That They made him choose a different person each time. So ultimately, everyone in the class got to join this, join this other student at the computer lab. And you understand, look, back in the day, uh, computers, uh, very valuable resource. We didn't get them a lot. We didn't. That, that wasn't a reality a lot of us had. So the fact that I got to spend 30 minutes with someone I didn't know and I kind of had to like sympathize with because he broke his arm, but we were laughing and playing Math Blaster probably, which was a great game. Come on. That's a very nice job. That, I'm into that. I can back that. And just running the sequence through my head, running, you know, seeing this happen time and time again, wondering why am I not one of the select individuals who has ever broken their arm. I, I, I've never broken my arm. I've broken my leg, done some damage to the foot, but I never broke my arm. And here's the issue. I've missed the deadline. I do not want to break my arm right now. I really, I don't want to cast. I do not want a blue cast. You can tell me, you can, you, you can guarantee me a hundred signatures, 50 nice notes on that cast. I don't want it. I missed the deadline. The, the, the sympathy one gets first to fourth grade, it's untouchable. We start dancing in fifth grade and sixth grade. Things get weird. We're not necessarily on the monkey bars as much. You break your arm. It's like, oh, like, did, did you do it snowboarding? And if you didn't, kind of lame. Do we see what I'm saying? I don't want to break my, I don't want to break any bone, actually. It's not fun. At what age do we, are we not allowed to get our cast signed? Is that a thing? Do we cut that off? I don't know. Everyone, here's my thing. Look, uh, if the sequence is as such, I'm on the monkey bars, fall awkwardly, uh, get a cast, let's call it blue, and then play Math Blaster for a month. I mean, that sounds good. It's too late, but that sounds good.